0: Yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Let's
1: start the show, shall we, with Matt Dyson's Chicken Pie. Uh, um, I haven't bought any in. No, so I know, I know. The last text I sent yesterday to you was, oh yeah, I must watch that, enjoy your pie. Yeah. Um, Matt, you made your first ever chicken pie.
2: Yes, I did, with uh, some leftover chicken from the Sunday roast. Very clever. I uh, cooked it up with a bit of uh, bit of onion, a little bit of carrot, some garlic, some Dijon mustard, a little bit of chicken stock and some cream, and then laid a pastry mm. layer over the top and put it in the oven.
1: Have you ever made your own puff pastry? Uh,
2: no, it's not. It's no, yeah, okay. I shop bought. I think even the chefs on telly these days say, "Don't bother making it." Oh, now. do they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, really I don't watch yeah. cooking programmes. Really, Too much hassle. Oh, I love a cooking programme.
1: Well, this is where we differ because I like yeah. I like programmes about DIY. reclaiming <laughs> stuff, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not DIY programmes. No, not but DIY. But it? I like people specific. finding a load of rubbish, Old doing things. it up, and then yeah. it, that can come in any format. You'd of love a show
3: man. about finding a secondhand pie.
1: Yeah, that's what you'd want to say. Someone regurgitates the pie, someone
4: rebuilds it, and then they they
1: sell it on uh, upcycled pie upcycling yeah, I love and you like <laughs> cooking programs yeah it's yeah such a wonderful place um, but the, the reason yeah. I said I must watch that is that you yesterday as I did yeah. I on your recommendation yes. watched the brilliant documentary it's an hour and a half long Sir Bobby Robson More Than a Manager what a film what an incredible film not just for football fans although football fans will love it for obvious reasons and whichever team or nation you support you'll love it but it's a story of bravery and adversity yeah. and what an incredible human being what a
2: lovely lovely man he was I've been meaning to watch it since the World Cup they showed a few little clips after the England games yeah. didn't they and I've been meaning to watch it and I, forgot, I didn't really realise exactly how many things he'd won all over Europe in his managerial career you it's amazing win, what you, he did
1: you win the treble at Barcelona you get fired yeah yeah <laughs> and then there's a bit yes. in it where they bought Louis Van Halen, and yeah, he, he, was... he literally looks like Ivan Drago in Rocky yeah. Four, doesn't he? We will win, and yeah. we will win. <laughs>
2: and he was in the crowd, wasn't it? That amazing game. Yeah. That they played oh, it so the, the big
1: takeaway story is what? What an amazing man! The other things that, that leapt out of me were Jose Mourinho was a handsome, man. A handsome so and so, wasn't he? Yeah, My course. goodness,
2: because he was uh, Bobby's number two. Yeah, quite a lot of quite a few clubs it turns out, and yeah, he was very handsome. And I love Pep in it as well. Pep comes across very well in it. They, oh, yeah, they both just love. Bobby
1: they did and Jose uh, learnt the show me respect walk out a big thing in the news recently <laughs> yeah. was Jose in a press conference saying respect respect yeah. walking out Bobby did that back in Barcelona. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Pep this is another thing emailed uh, or messaged Sir yes. Bobby saying, "Can I come and play for you at Newcastle yeah, United?" No, that would have amazing. Pep Ola would have been a Newcastle United player, but Bobby Robson said, "We've already got some good midfielders. Yeah, Sorry, no. Pep.
2: We're all right. We've got Kieran Dyer." <laughs> so uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Put Lee Bowyer down. Come on. <laughs> the
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast.
1: Absolute Radio. I have a question for you and you've got a couple of minutes to answer it. Send them to 81215. <laughs> Here we go. Don't answer it now, though, in case you know. What did action movie star Vin Diesel teach Dame Judi Dench to do? What did Vin Diesel teach Dame Judi Dench to do? He taught her something at some point in the past. It's genuinely
2: true.
3: Oh, I thought this was a riddle. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I did.
5: So wait, so now the people in it are relevant?
2: Yes. I can't keep up uh, with yes. this. Oh yes, true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's right, confusing. yes. Sorry. Yeah. It's just because <laughs> yeah. I'm using
1: I'm using the riddle I'm using Dave Berry's riddled background music. Yeah. Let me let me just ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Do you know what? You're right. Yeah. Um Vin Diesel, you yeah. know Vin Diesel. Yeah. He taught Dame Judy Dench to do something in the past. Can you guess what that is?
0: The Dave Berry
1: Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. I asked you, what did Vin Diesel teach Dame Judy Dench to do? A coupling I didn't see coming, but of course they were both in the movie Riddick, the 2004 follow up to the one where oh. he's got the goggles and there's the creatures. Pitch on black. Him. Thank you very Whoa. much indeed, Glenn. I know you wouldn't
2: leave me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Matt there. <laughs> I've not seen either of them. Uh, I'm quite glad. I quite liked Riddick. I did quite like Riddick. I anyway. Thought was, I thought it was Riddick. Oh ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Um when when filming that, um, Vin Diesel taught Dame Drew Denture to do a certain thing. Uh lots of filthy ones came in on the text. So, you know, please, she's a
0: dame.
1: Uh taught her to drive, says James and Livia. No. Ryan and many others got it absolutely right, including oh. little Jason, to play Dungeons and Dragons. No what? Way. What? Apparently, according to Vin Diesel in an interview, and I got this from the QI Twitter feed, so hmm. it's true. That means, you know. Um, they would sit after filming, they would have dinner and then they'd get the Dungeons and Dragons board out and they would sit there and according, according to Vin they would just play
3: way way into the wee hours. Huh, and you just... can't play D&D with just two people. <laughs> <Yeah>. What losers?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> is that true? I don't
3: know. Sorry, I
1: cast a Spurgeon to get you, but do you know anything about D&D? Y- yeah. Okay. Not
3: like, okay. I just want to set the record straight. Yeah. There, 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 is a, there is a comedy gig in London where it's comedians playing Dungeons and Dragons live and front of an audience of people who are big fans and so I've, I've only done it in that capacity not in a recreational capacity
1: but do you need more than two people
3: i think you do yeah. it because it, it, it involves like it's all about sort of teamwork and one of the people has to be the person who's like the master who sort of says you enter a tomb oh, and course, in front yeah. of you you can see a door it's that sort of thing
1: so, do you think that Vin was just getting Dame Julie Dench to be that
3: person? He's just getting him to gravitas. narrate his life. Yeah. And the same with, like, if you knew Morgan Freeman, you'd get him to narrate everything you do.
1: <laughs> um, what I love about this, though, is that. Um, well, he was in the interview. He was pressed a little bit, and he just kind of reflected on. it He said, "I mean, it's just, and these are exact quotes. Really, really,
0: really, really cool." <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast,
6: Absolute Radio.
1: James Bacon has tweeted us saying, "Games Workshop is Warhammer,
3: not D and D." What? No way! It's Do you ba- not know that? Back in the day, Even I was, knew that. Yeah, I thought hey, I thought hey. you were deliberately being contrarian. No, though, just yeah. Wait, when I played
2: Dungeons and Dragons in the in ninth in the mid 80s we bought our 12-sided dice from Games Workshop. We well, bought my, the dice, yeah. My yeah. brother painted uh, Marauder Orcs in his bedroom <laughs> and he bought them from Games is Workshop. Is that what I used to call See, it? What, however Games Workshop
3: has moved with the times, originally it catered for the D&D. <laughs> the game
2: they
5: play in there is Warhammer. I mean, yeah, you, can't just,
3: you can't just be bringing space marines into D&D willy-nilly, man. <laughs> 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 yes, I can. <laughs> I have nothing to ask. <laughs>
1: um, yes, exactly what they just said. <laughs> Vin Diesel has done a YouTube video about D and D called D and Diesel. It's actually Ooh, quite good. Good name. Says the great. Talking of good names, that's from Chimp Mushroom on Twitter. Um, so there we go. If you want to continue to get in touch about that, of course you can. Uh, Eight, twelve, fifteen, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. But right now, uh, as is tradition, we're asking for your first thoughts. Vinnie Shepherd's first thought this morning was what is the joint weight of the crankies? It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I'm going to go for <laughs> 14, 14, 14, 15, I'm going to go for 18 stone. Really? Yeah. I was going to go more like 20.
3: I was gonna say 24.
2: Now 24. or in their heyday? That's the question. That is a big. That is <laughs> yeah. a big question. Anywhere
1: between 18 and 24, Jimmy, uh, Vinny. That's what we're going for. Uh, <laughs> big city likes you on Twitter, and this is such a good. This is such a great first thought, and also yeah. a very good point because this happened. We all went. This is amazing. Yeah. I even interviewed the guy afterwards. Yeah. And then we all forgot about it, and we never thought to ourselves, "Was that Alex Baumgartner fella who jumped space?" Oh
3: my from space? god! I knew that's who you were going to say, wow. and it's Felix Baumgartner. Oh, Oh, that's it Phoenix.
5: yeah the one that jumped Felix, out yeah, for, uh, he jumped as out. soon as he said, you said it was massive
3: that? and then we didn't mention him again I was thinking <laughs> oh, it would be Felix Baumgartner I was I know, thinking Garner. Tim well,
1: Tim Peak. Yeah, Tim Peak genuinely went to space, what big city lights UK <laughs> on Twitter saying is did Felix Baumgartner or Alex to his friends. Uh, did Felix <laughs> Baumgartner really do that and uh, uh, we let him get a,
2: was it yeah. a fake was it real? It is. Why it is it not happened real. again? Why is it not happened? Because again? Yes. Point. I think it was pointless. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see more he of it. From I want to see more of this space jumping. More action. people need to jump out of stuff in space. That's absolutely true. And it was a big Red Bull thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So that it's...
1: means it, it has to be real, surely if they sponsored. It and stuff. They wouldn't uh, put they their the whole thing on the line. was
2: filmed. It was on camera, you can see, so yeah, it was on, on TV, wasn't we it? We all saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it, we it. we all
3: saw it, but it just seems like almost like a dream now. Is, I mean, is, this, is this like the moon landing conspiracy theories? Yeah. But we're <laughs> going to yeah. prove that Felix Baumgartner yeah. didn't exist. And you could see from space that the Earth was completely flat. I mean, it? I met <laughs> Felix Baumgartner, as I say, after he did it, and he yeah. seemed pretty chill. Oh, oh, and I don't know if I met him. He seemed
2: very normal.
3: Yeah, he seemed pretty normal. Did he just have to go back to work again afterwards? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's his job?
1: Yeah. Well, he came to work for me. <laughs> Put the kettle on, with you, Felix? Thank you.
0: <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute Radio. Here's just another example of why this is the greatest job in the world to have. Um, 50 minutes ago, I asked a question, what did Vin Diesel teach Dame Judy Dench <laughs> to do, just for a bit of light-hearted fun? And it turns out he taught her to play Dungeons & Dragons uh, whilst they were on the set of Riddick, which is all very fine. And now, uh, not my words, the words of one uh, tweeter, um, a nerd war has raged. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And we've had so many texts and tweets about this, but we're going to go with Stevie the Spark. Uh, This may be the longest text I've ever read out on air. Okay. So here we go. Morning, Dave. Right, let's get things straight. Matt is quite correct. Games Workshop did used to sell D&D back when the company was formed. Steve Jackson and Ian Livingstone. Now, I know who those guys are because they wrote the fighting fantasy books, which I was a big fan of as a kid. They put all their eggs in one basket and bought two tickets to Gen Con, where they met Gary Gygax, creator of D&D, and they secured exclusive distribution for D&D Thank in the you. UK. Thank you, <sighs> However, they run their business these days with their own Warhammer brand. Yeah. They owe their success to D&D, by the way, Space Marines and Warhammer 40K, not Warhammer, which is actually now called Sigmar. <laughs> Or so I'm told. <laughs> Look, I have felt the touch of a woman, okay? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like, wow, wow! What a message! Thank you, Stevie. <laughs> the spark. As most wow. kind, everyone who got in touch, most kind. We have put the record. Show. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show
0: podcast.
6: Absolute Radio. Now,
1: there's only one way, one place we can go on the show after spending an hour talking about <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> And that's to ask you if you've had to hand in the cool badge.
2: Eight. <laughs> oh, Eight. Oh, dear. That's what we should call the podcast we, uh, today. Well, I haven't got a leg to stand on. I've just been looking on Wikipedia at the history of games Switch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But the artwork's fascinating, and the, some of the yeah. some of those well, little statues. Both, yeah,
2: I mean, I did, the, the painting, the skill of painting
3: those figures—it's
2: massively impressive with the tiny little brushes. You know, I had
3: I, I I had it when I was about nine, and I had one like that. I would spent ages painting with my dad, and it was like this one really well painted one. I mean, the rest of them were just grey. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. couldn't Steve. be bothered to do One at of them. the front <laughs> on the shelf, <laughs> and the others behind.
1: Yeah. It's true because I don't know how like young people have the patience to do that. I then, I wanted because yeah. I used to remember walking into a wall hammer or a games workshop and just being taken by how beautiful it was. Yeah, I yeah. wanted everything yeah, but yeah. I'm never going to paint to that level. Who's painting that stuff? I know it's amazing it's expert. The little badges your brother used to do a bit of this. My
2: brother we used to mock him for painting <laughs> lead figures in his bedroom <laughs> in his teenage years but I mean yeah, it was actually quite a hard skill to muster. It absolutely is. Um, So you know
1: whether you uh, like playing D&D or whatever it may be we are asking you next if you've had to hand in the cool badge this last week. Let me know at eight 1215. The Dave
0: Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
6: Absolute radio.
1: Where every Wednesday we ask, have you had to hand in the cool badge? If so, when and why? 81215 is how you text us. And joining us right now on line one, we have Mel. Good morning to you, Mel. Morning. How are you doing today? Oh,
5: yeah, I'm good. Very surprised to be on the radio.
1: Well, it's lovely having you on the radio. It's a pleasant surprise for us as well. Uh, please <laughs> do share why you've had to hand in your cool badge.
5: Uh, yeah, so uh, recently I was getting ready for work and um, uh, one of my dogs was um, eating some of his um, breakfast and started barking and for no reason I uh, shouted at him, don't bark with your mouth full. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did he miss him?
5: Um, no, no, he didn't uh, me uh, and I don't have kids. And I have no idea.
1: Right, he's so it's not I something you've tra- you've transferred from your toddler to your pets. It's just as as
5: possibly it's <laughs> my mother coming out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> um, what's your What's your dog called?
5: Uh, he's called tofa I've got two. They're They're right next to me now, and they're fighting because they can hear me talking, and they're wondering who I'm talking to. Um, but yeah, he's Tofa. Tofa and the other dog,
1: Chief. Topher and Chief because mm. I don't know if you know this Mo, if you've been listening to the show I'm going to become a father for the first time soon so I'm looking for baby names <laughs> <laughs> and Chief Berry
2: <laughs> oh, yes. sounds pretty Chief good Chief Danger Berry <laughs> yes please <laughs>
1: Battlestar Galactica
5: yes, oh. yes Battlestar Galactica oh, better.
1: Topher Danger Berry <laughs> yes <laughs> um, Mel uh, thank you for handing in your cool badge uh, for telling your dog not to bark with his mouth full we will accept your badge and we wish you and the little woof woofs a very pleasant day.
5: Thank you. Cheers bye. Mel take
1: care. I mean Dave I just texted in to correct a radio show about some super nerdy D&D stuff. Yeah. Safe to say I've lost my call badge that was from Matthew yeah. in Brentford who That's... just well half an hour ago got the D&D debate raging yeah, we <laughs> all, really did, we did. Um, keep your call badge handing in stories coming to 8 12, 15. there's another batch coming
6: next
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast.
6: Absolute Radio. Every now and
1: again, someone is about to hand in the cool badge. They realise, as they're unpinning it, that they're about to do so, and they stop. They take a breath. They take a moment. They go, "Don't do this.
2: Keep the cool badge on." Yeah, which is good that you can still check yourself. Before, we you uh. <laughs> cool <laughs> oh,
3: before you wreck yourself. Give me a call, Check yourself before you wreck yourself. We haven't had a live one happen so far. That's incredible. <laughs> really amazing it really to witness. We'll all remember where we were.
2: We, were, we will. I, and I'm sitting here quoting Ice Cube. Yeah, <laughs> on a breakfast show. Unbelievable. Check yourself
1: before you wreck yourself, kids. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: um, anyway, <laughs> to, to the guy in question. Oh, this is awful. Head in one for Matt Dyson. <laughs> I'm falling apart. This is anonymous. It just said, I recently got all excited and started to text my friend to tell them about this amazing new chicken gravy that I'd found in the supermarket and then I had to stop and take a long hard look at myself
0: they checked themselves before they wrecked themselves and that's very important the Dave Berry breakfast show podcast with Wix let's do it right
1: Lovely having you on board. We're asking if you have to hand in the cool badge. Ollie in my native Cholton says, I remembered my Neopets password the other day and shamelessly logged in and played for three hours. (laughs) Apparently Ollie in Cholton hadn't fed his techno in 14
3: years. (laughs) Still going strong?
1: (laughs) Handing in the cool badge for correcting my wife on the lyrics of Black Lace's Agadoo, says Ian in (laughs) stains. Take my badge, Dave. When Matt just advised to check yourself before you wreck yourself, (laughs) I laughed out loud in the car and sang, check yourself before you rickety wreck yourself. It just slipped out, but I think Ice Cube would be proud. Yes, he would
2: be. Says Laura in St Albans.
1: Today
3: is
2: a good day, Laura.
3: (laughs) Oh, don't (laughs) (laughs) stop.
1: <laughs> uh, we will be asking for to hand in the cool badge next Wednesday.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. <laughs>
2: Which is always nice, midweek.
0: Yes. What's going on then, Matt? Well, finally,
2: we have confirmation that Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street were and are a gay couple. Good! We always saw them sleeping in the same bed. Speculation has been rife for years. Are they, aren't they? The writer of the show, Mark Zaltzman, has confirmed that he always wrote their parts, seeing them as a gay couple, which was very forward-thinking for when
3: Sesame Street first came out I back th- in the 80s. I thought it was
6: the opposite. He, well, he's denied that they're
3: no, gay. Well, no, he did. Th- he said they were, Sesame Street have put out a statement uh, in the last 24 hours.
2: Yes. Oh, wow. so he, he they said, it said it this, is the, no this, is, this is
3: Sesame Street's uh, official statement. And can I just say, what a time to be alive. Uh,
1: <laughs> Hearing <here laughs> you say that out loud is one of my favourite moments
3: in this studio. <laughs> as, as we've always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street puppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation.
1: Well, there's a right, kind of a right. point there, yeah. right. but, I, but but a, a character—if you're building a character, a character that's going to be loved for what, 50 years mm. now you can give them a sexual preference, surely. And yeah. if Bert and Ernie are in love, they're in love. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's good enough for me.
1: Love so,
5: is love, hashtag. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: 2018. Exactly. In my mind, I'm going to say they're gay. I'm going with it.
2: Yes. Yeah, I think Me too, me Yeah. Too. And there's
1: nothing an official statement can do to change my mind. No, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, so that's the sexual preferences of puppets
2: sorted. Yeah. Uh, now we move on to the freaky condiments Yeah, section. in many ways, Bert and Ernie were the ketchup and mayo of Sesame Street, weren't they? So, but do they go together? That was, that's the big <laughs> question. Well, in my mind, in they the do. Yeah. seamless <laughs> one show style leak <laughs> because there is some sort of condiment I can hear the
5: theme tune
2: <laughs> some condiment abomination is coming our way uh, it's already happened in America now it's potentially happening here it's called mayo chup uh, this is obviously ketchup and mayonnaise but pre-mixed in a bottle.
5: That's how you make ah. seafood sauce.
2: Exactly, yeah. Mary, Mary Rose, Rose sauce, sauce. Mm. Yes, yes. A little bit of Tabasco in there, I was wondering. Mm. Yes. Sure. Yeah, that's that's very nice. A bit yes. of Worcestershire sauce as well, mm. because put, to loosen it down a little bit. Uh, but they will get, they're will they soon going to be pre-mixing it for us, so we don't have to uh, do that with and our prawns. we can vote on this on, there's a Twitter poll, yeah. basically yes or no. Yeah, I've just voted, actually. <laughs> I voted for no, no tart, it's not for me. Well, I, I voted yes, bring it on. <laughs>
1: have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I'd rather
2: mix it myself. I don't trust someone to mix it for me. I want my own set levels.
1: Well, that's true, but if you squat, but for ease, you squat that in a home meal and put some um, oven chips
3: in there. You've got yourself
5: oh, wow. a nice yeah. Sunday yeah, snack. I'm all for it. I'm a millennial and I don't want to put the work in. I've no.
3: never heard of seafood sauce. What? Never, what? ever heard on, of it. You've you've never never had had a prawn, prawn cocktail. cocktail. I've never had a prawn cocktail. Why, Every day, day is a new I'm day. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's got official statements from Sesame Street, but he's never <laughs> had a hot towel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be allowed to read All right. official statements anymore, Glenn, <laughs> just to get the record
0: straight. very breakfast show with Wix.
6: Right now at Wix, you can get the Karcher K3 pressure washer for £148. Was £229.99.
0: Let's do it right. <laughs>
1: Where every Thursday we like to join a new club or society as recommended by you. Uh, email us the one we should join tomorrow. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's dave at absolute radio. .co.uk. Uh, so far, we've joined the Sealed Knot, which is a battle reenactment society, the Pylon Appreciation Society, thanks to Liam. We joined the Peak District Mining Historical Society, thanks to listener David. And last week, well, we celebrated what was called an oasis in a sea of tarmac. <sighs> Thanks to our dear friend Kevin. He is the founder of the Roundabout Appreciation Society.
2: Oh, and one of the best
1: guests we've ever had on the show. Well, he's such a charming guy. Uh, So what we're doing every Wednesday is, um, the day before we join a new society, is we're being tested on the one we joined the previous week. So please welcome back to the show, Kevin. Good morning, Kevin.
4: Good morning to you. How are you, sir? I'm in fine feckle, thank you. (laughs) Lovely
1: to hear that. And it's lovely to have you back on the show. Uh, So, Kevin, is everything okay in the world of Roundabout? Us uh, society members have got no, no nothing to worry about at the moment.
4: Well, well we've got a few issues. Oh. Maybe we can talk about it later. <laughs> OK, OK. Well, <laughs> it's okay, not from
1: air. Okay, OK, Kevin, we'll talk about that off air, <laughs> but I think I have an inkling about what you're going to say. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, so, Kevin, you have a roundabout-based quiz for us. We believe you've got three questions. Yes. And uh, myself and the team are going to give it a best shot to get as many as we can okay, out of three. Okay, okay. Um, so, take it away. What's our first question?
4: Okay, how many exits does the
2: Arc de Triomphe have in Paris? Oh. Oh, of
4: course, I hope That's you're all
2: playing along at home and on your commute. A legendary roundabout, we all yeah. know, but a lot. Um, a yeah. lot. <laughs>
4: It's so, a white knuckle roundabout, really, isn't it? White it is.
2: Right? It's, yeah. it's extreme Ooh.
1: roundabouting. It's the only
2: reason I go to Paris, to be honest, <laughs> to go that
1: roundabout. I'm going uh, sh- to... Let's, well, let's, let's pick a number. So, you think it's a lot... I'm, I'm going to go with... I'll say seven. Do you think it's higher or lower 10? than... I 10. ten. I 10. think it's 10. 10. ten. ten is a good...
4: Sounds good. We're
1: going to say ten.
4: Okay, it's twelve. Twelve! Oh. So okay. close, close, very close.
1: Okay, what's the, what's the next question, please, Kevin?
4: Where was Britain's first roundabout built?
1: Oh, It was probably in the middle of a big road, wasn't it?
2: Yes. <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> but where was that big road? Well, before? I mean... The, uh, I have no idea. Do you have any Milton Keynes is the home of the roundabouts. But surely they existed before Milton Keynes came Ooh. along. Mm, any idea, that's the Emma? thing, it's
6: a new town. Yeah. Um,
2: a new
3: town? No, no. Oh, was in a hat to right, yeah, of course. Milton, yeah. So it's not, right. Mil, it's not Milton. Keyes. Okay, well, how about nearby? Let's say Northampton. Yeah.
1: Northampton was the uh, Britain's first roundabout in Northamptonshire.
4: You guys haven't been doing any homework. Have <laughs> oh,
3: no. We have, but we, we only looked up the last roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> The first
4: roundabout is Solar Shot Circus
3: in Letchworth Garden City. Oh. Oh. Letchworth
2: Garden oh, City. God. That was the world's first garden city as well, I know Was that. it really? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We, we, so maybe we should played yeah, the...
4: roundabouts, didn't they, around uh, the, 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 the original city, which, which is what a lot of new towns do, don't they now? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. It's
1: very true, yeah. as we were talking about with Milton Keynes, yeah. 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 Uh, what's the final question, just to get one, just to say, okay. spare our blushes?
4: Come on, guys, which <laughs> which country can boast the most roundabouts?
2: Oh, surely it's the home of the society, this great...
6: It has to be the UK.
2: ...united kingdom, yeah, surely. We love a roundabout, don't we? Well, Do you think so? I, I, can, <laughs> I, think he, I can hear keyboard tapping. <laughs> I
1: think and a I pop- really hope, it's just between Glenn, you and me, again, I maybe. hope I hope Glenn's Googling this. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, I can hear... Wh- what, oh.
5: What? <coughs> I don't know it, what it could be. I, I know, don't know. Can,
1: can I take this I was writing guys? the news, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have a, have a stab right. in the dark here. Um,
4: France... <laughs> Is it? Is that your final question? No. Uh, <laughs> so, is our final answer oh, is yeah, France? Man. France is
5: correct. Yay! <laughs>
2: It's hard doing roundabouts in France, though, isn't it? Giving way from a... You know, when you're right on the different side like of the road, you've oh, yeah, give way from the other direction. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It always confuses me.
4: 30,000,
2: 30,000. 30,000 roundabouts. <laughs> wow, that must be dizzy over there in <laughs> yeah, France.
1: Hmm. Um, so we got one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that's we're happy right, with it. Yeah. could
3: have been easier. Like, yeah. what, what shape is a
1: roundabout? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: you do get square ones. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a junction.
1: Um, <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. On the show, it's mm-hmm. been a real pleasure talking with you once again. We got one out of three, which isn't too bad.
4: But there's one question I want to ask you. Oh, okay. How can we, as a society, attract more female members to our uh, club? We have only got one. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh. How
1: how can you attract more? What a uh, well, you, have you tried inviting them, Kevin? Have you tried like the male members? Why don't you see if they want to invite their their partners?
4: Mm, I just can't seem to get them. <laughs> Excited about our hobby. Uh.
3: I think get them in from an early age. We're talking rainbow, brownies, girl guides. Yes. Get them interested and then yeah. you'll get a new generation. Right. Natural progression, rainbow, yeah. girl guides, Round- roundabouts. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Branding of, of, of our image, you know, Instead yeah. of roundabouts, call them Love Islands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: Hello.
1: (laughs) Kevin, it's been a real pleasure talking with you. Have a lovely day and send our regards to all our fellow members of the Roundabout Appreciation Society. Have a good day, Kevin. Thank you, my pleasure. Take care now. Um, (laughs) We're going to be joining another club (laughs) of society tomorrow. (laughs) Whichever one it is, it's entirely up to you. Email us dave at (laughs) absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show
6: Podcast.
1: Absolute radio. So, yesterday on the show, Matt Dyson was happy about something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a 16th century pub in the countryside going cashless. Yeah. Uh, which basically led us on to talking about um, the size of his wallet, which, uh, for those of you who have seen the uh, and watched in the past, of course, the brilliant Pulp Fiction... Uh, It's the same wallet that Samuel Jackson's character has. It was bought for you by a gift as a gift many years ago. It's tragic. It's it's got some naughty words written on the front of it. But it is dense. It's like a black star.
2: I keep quite a lot of receipts in there. So that's mainly what it is. Receipts, but also lots business old, cards, yeah, vouchers. business cards and stuff like that. Yeah, I like to keep For them.
1: me, it's a, just a Virgoian like, <laughs> OCD nightmare so looking yeah, at your wallet. And product, you wear it yeah. in your front trouser pocket as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: yeah, so I know oh, it's there. Oh, so I'm not going to lose it.
1: Goodness. Glenn, you're not such a slouch in the chunky wallet department <laughs> no, yourself. No, I don't think
3: I can necessarily compete with Matt, but I do have some utterly useless <laughs> stuff in here, stuff that I will never, ever begin to use. We're talking like... Well, well stop. let me stop you there, Glenn. OK, let Let me stop Uh, you there because you say you can't possibly compete with Matt. (laughs)
1: Well, I thought maybe you could. (laughs) All right. So hold on to your ace in the hole, sir, because coming up on the show this morning, it is Matt Dyson versus Glenn Moore in Wallet Wars.
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix.
6: Right now at Wix, there's 50% off kitchen showroom units when you buy five or more. Let's
0: do it right.
1: The time has come. Yes, it is time for Wallet Wars, which the K-Daddy has tweeted in saying, Wallet Wars sounds like some of the tat that you'd watch on Dave. Uh, Dave. <laughs> 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 yes, thank you very much, K-Daddy. Um, Showing this. So Matt has a very, very fat wallet. Uh, we're not talking from a monetary perspective, we're talking from just stuff that he keeps in it and has done for so many years. It is quite shocking. And it has shocked me to the core for the best part of a decade. Yes. Uh... Glenn we've discovered is, is similar you're a similar beast mm. you like to hold on to these things you don't decant much out of the wallet no no, no. so we're going to see who has got probably the most we're looking for there'll be bonus points Emma and I yeah. are going to judge this <laughs> is uh, it
3: like top trumps there yeah, are certain yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah certain that's aspects. exactly okay. what we're
1: going to do so yeah. we're looking for the kind of most out of date the most pointless uh, the most ridiculous yeah. the oldest the most useless things that you have in your wallets um, it is Wallet Wars it's time to play so you have four pieces each, and then you have what you believe to be your Trump yeah. item. Okay. <laughs> Matt, would you like to get the ball rolling? These have been genuinely taken uh, from uh, the lads' wallets today.
2: Just found right this now. One. It is uh, earn five hundred points uh, when you next buy Tassimo coffee pods <laughs> from Morrison's, and it's passed its valid until date, <laughs> and it's still in my wallet. So it's. Uh, when did it go off? On the thirtieth. Of last month. Oh,
5: not too bad. Oh,
3: yeah, you could probably wangle your way back in there. Yeah.
2: Okay, okay, Glenn.
1: Uh, Tassimo coffee pods earn him points at Morrison's one month out of date. Okay.
3: Uh, I once uh, secured a pass to get into a private bar in Scotland uh, that is still in my wallet. That expired last August.
0: Last Whoa. August, <laughs> August
3: 2017. That's good. Oh, okay, wow. let's put
1: that to one side. So the expired um, pass into a club that's in a different country and is a year over a year out of date. Yeah. Matt,
2: what you got? Exciting. Next up, it is a Prime Burger card. Eh? This is uh, a. <laughs> this gets me free burgers, but only in train stations. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in one, it's quite good in some ways, but in others, not so good. But as, I found, as we found, Dave, when I took you for some nugs there one time, you sort of forget you're in Euston when you go in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matt said, let me take you for lunch. I've got a
2: prime burger card. We've got to go to Euston train station.
5: It's just so, so unromantic. That's, so that's quite but delicious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but delicious. Okay, so dining in train Stations. Okay. Glenn, it's over to you.
3: One of three Five Guys cards that I'm oh, in possession of yes. that I've mostly used and has just under 40 pence on it. <laughs>
1: Oh, a 40 Ooh. pence Five Guys card. <laughs> yeah, spend it good. All. What can you get for 40 P Like four five sachets of yeah. ketchup. Half a chip, yeah. Half yeah, a chip.
3: They beef. let you sit down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can gain access to Five Guys, but you can't eat anything. That's where Glenn's at. What are you, where are you at now,
2: man? Uh, this is, we mentioned this on the show yesterday. This is uh, the uh, business card of a hypnotherapist <laughs> I used to stop me smoking about seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Derek. He works in Eastbourne, and I still have his details if anyone needs them. <laughs> (laughs) still in your wallet, though. Like, why is that? Still there in case meet someone and go, I have a jiffy envelope that says (laughs) business cards on
1: it. And when I receive a business card, I put
2: it in there, keeping the wallet Mm. thin. It angers me, Matt. Seven years. (laughs) You just don't need
1: business cards. Seven
3: years. Put Put the details
2: in your phone. Take a picture of it. it. I just Googled it. it. Derek
1: Eastbourne. Okay, is that your fourth item? I'm
2: keeping it. I'm keeping it. That's your fourth item, isn't it? Third. Third item.
3: Okay, Glenn. So for my third item, a customer card for video game exchange store CEX. Ooh. I've never been to a CEX.
1: <laughs> Their cards I like, give you are really tiny. They're like know, SIM yeah. cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> the person Coming who on bought fog. you that
5: must have known you really well. I, don't,
3: I think I must have stolen it from a friend or something. <laughs> okay, let's go to our Trump
1: cards, Trump everybody. Cards. Right. Okay.
2: Three items, and now the trump card. Okay, I'll pass by my uh, Trotters loyalty card for children's <laughs> shoes. Although that's still got a few more stamps to get before I get the okay. bonus. And I, I give you Dion Dublin's original Jube price list on a business <laughs> card. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a collector's item that will never leave my wallet. It will never
3: leave my wallet. Glenn, are you going to concede defeat <laughs> now? Or? I think I think I've got a fairly decent contender. Oh, okay. Nice. okay, okay. The bottom half of a debit card that expired in 2014.
0: Whoa, That's the winner. Yeah, in the, wallet. What is the winner. You've got to
6: see it to believe it. <laughs> That's
3: so weird. Why? Why? I don't know. It snapped enough. half. I only found it when I was looking for bad things in the wallet. I didn't even know it was in there. So, from broken Amazing. debit
1: cards to Dion Dublin's jube, that was what it was. Emma, who do you think's the winner?
5: I think with the 40p to spend at Five Guys, the half the debit card mm. and the expired entry to a nightclub in Scotland is Glenmore.
0: Okay, yes! I agree. Congratulations, Moore. You're the yeah. winner you so of Wallet Wars. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
6: Absolute radio.
1: After all the early doors talk of Dungeons & Dragons, which, amongst other things, uh, led to me reading out the longest correspondence I ever have on the radio, uh, we've decided to smash together Fancy and sci-fi and the playlist. <laughs> We've already sent yours in. They are on the way. But first, the ones from around the studio. I've only got two. I'll get the ball rolling. I've got Dame Vera Gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got Somewhere... Ogre the rainbow
3: <laughs> Very good Both Thank so God.
0: target for us as well
1: <laughs> yeah, <yeah. Yeah>, yeah. <laughs> I've gone right back to the do 40s Do you start in the 20s
3: and 30s and then work your way up?
1: <laughs> I do it chronologically By the time we get to Friday I'll have some banging play words, play on
3: words in the
2: 70s
1: um, Matt, what you got?
2: <laughs> um, Ronan the Barbarian yes. Brackets nice. Keating Yeah. Uh, Judge Dreadzone <laughs> And then I can't dis- decide whether to go for Boba Fett Geldoff or Bob Gandalf <laughs> <laughs> for <Bob
5: Campbell>. uh, <laughs> it's a double whammy, yeah, my friend. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. Emma? If I had a Warhammer.
1: <laughs> Great. Yes.
5: Dungeons and Imagine Dragons. And Ooh. two can play that Games Workshop.
1: Very good. Oh, uh, and exactly what we were discussing early, Doors, as well. So bonus points for that, Emma. Glenn?
3: Uh, moves like Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gimli, 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 a man after midnight. <laughs> oh, wow. And this oh, is the dear. nerdiest thing I've ever done. Uh, the Bee Gees, Helm's Deep is your love.
0: <laughs>
1: Wow, Amazing. Good. 8, 12, 15. That's the kind of thing we're after. Your batch coming next.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
1: Kasabian, Shoot the Blade Runner. Oh, <laughs> yes. From Dave in Reading. Morning, Dave. Any song by 50 Centaur? Oh,
4: very <laughs> From nice. Den in
1: Barking. Always great work from you, Den. All these things that I've done. Dungeons and Dragons. And halfling the world away. (laughs) Mike the Van Man. Uh, I particularly like, uh, from Mike in Wandsworth on Twitter, Middle Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, yes. Very
6: good.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
6: Absolute radio.
1: 30 seconds to Mars Attacks from Andrea in the lakes. Radio Jar Jar from John, from Bedford. <laughs> the White Stripe Walkers, which apparently oh, is in Game of Thrones. Whoa. Tom and the Brickies in North Wales. Thank you, Tom, and all the Brickies. I am John Legend, <laughs> from Mick in Sunderland. Baby Got Chewbacca, from <laughs> Sir mix a Dave in Corby. The Tolkien Heads is very oh, good. Oh, very good. Um, Mad Max, Seemo Park from Rory in Ireland. Good morning, Rory. What's the story, Mordor Glory <laughs> from Chris in Somerset, and Blake's Shed Seven from Rob Ooh. in Swanley. Thank you all. Matt, yeah, we've got any over dear, there? Yeah. Or A I couple I more
2: from Mike. Ork This Way by Aerosmith. Nice. You're a hard <laughs> hobbit to break. Uh, <laughs> Steve Hardy has gone for, I predict a roll odd for a slight fracquart, roll even for, <laughs> for Riot. <laughs> Simply Red Sonia <laughs> from Ashley Brown. Baggins the USSR <laughs> by Def Barry. <laughs> and everybody's Tolkien at me is my favourite so far from Rainbow's Rants on Twitter.
0: The Dave Barry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
1: We've learned that Matt, even though he's been doing this for 15 years, <laughs> will still never put his headphones on in time. Sorry, I'll, and he'll even constant feedback on. as well. The constant <laughs> feedback. Sorry. We've learned that Glenn's never had a prawn cocktail. Oh, never. Shocker. Would you be tempted to have one on the show? Yeah, someone buys me one, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I think a food blogger's got in touch yeah, offering yes, to make one for yeah. you. Oh, brilliant.
3: Yes, please. Thank you. I'm jealous.
2: I'm jealous of Imagine having a prawn cocktail for the first time. We should do this more <laughs> often and say, yeah, you know what, I've never had the a
3: Chateaubriand if, <laughs> <laughs> if a food blogger could
1: make one.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I've never had a bottle of red wine dating before
3: 1963.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we've learnt that along with pictures of his children, the, the, the dearest thing to, to Matt's heart which he keeps in his wallet and has done for 10 years is a priceless. List for Dion Dublin's
2: musical instrument empire. Yes, the Jube price list. It will never leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned that Games Workshop did in fact <laughs> oh, sell God. Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> products in the late 1980s. I was accused of starting a full-on nerd war <clears throat> by someone called Squiffy underscore V2 on Twitter. As we all know, though, following a management buyout in December 1991, Games Workshop then refocused the business on the Warhammer franchise. You course. tell him, big fellow. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, he did sell Dungeons & Dragons products.
1: Um, we've learned that thanks to Listener Mel, who got in touch to hand in her cool badge, uh, that Tofo and Chief are now in the running to be the name of my first child.
2: Tofo yes, yeah.
1: Good. Tofo Dangerberry. Nice. Chief. <laughs> um, and we also learned, thanks to Matt's response to Listener Mel, that today's daily podcast, which you can download from all the usual places, will oh. be called Chiggity Check Yourself Before You Riggity Wreck Yourself. <laughs> oh
2: dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Do you remember
1: that when you read yeah, that out loud?
2: yeah. It's <laughs> coming back
1: to haunt me. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Arriva Dirce.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.